Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to All Ball Chicago. I'm your host, Marcus Liberty. I got my main man, the Matrix in the building, man. My man, Sean Marion, man. What's going on? Man, I'm chilling, you know, just like everybody else. You know, doing this, this pandemic right now, just trying to stay safe, man. Man, that's what's up, man. I, I'm glad you can join me today, man. And um, I wanted to actually talk to you about some things, man. Actually, how you started, you know, where you started playing the game of basketball. I know you were living in uh, Waukegan, Illinois. But tell our listeners, man, so they can get a better understanding of how you really got involved in the game. Who put the rock in your head? Put the rock in my hand. I think I want to say it'd be my uncles, man. You know, I uh, I had a, a lone tree of uh, basketball in my family. You know, they they didn't go far with it, but they they definitely played the game a little bit. It was physical with me, and uh, they just they just they just they, they christened me early in my in my in my adolescence, and uh, you know, it's just I just stuck with it. You know, saying you know, a lot of times when you're young, back back then growing up, when you're really young, you're not really you don't know if you're really good enough when you're young or not anyway really young, like in third and fourth grade, you really look here. It's a little different now than it was when we, when we was coming up. It take, it, take, it take way longer to get found. So, but, you know, uh, I mean, I had a passion for it, you know, and it, I just stayed with it. And uh, I always, always wasn't able to play you know, on a team because of the uh, situations is and some of the, some of the schools I went to didn't have teams. They just, oh wow, back, back, you know, it's crazy. Back some elementary schools just didn't have basketball programs, you know, so. Uh, especially I was in, in uh, suburbs. So, you know, um, me jumping around from North Chicago to Waukegan to Zion. And then, uh, you know, I spent some time in uh, Chicago Heights and uh, and uh, the Walter City, just seeing family and friends the Walter Times and stuff and just and just playing the game. You know, and we, always start, we all started outside. You know, that's the only, right. way, the only way you can start. Who got access to a gym? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, from the court, it just it just it just escalated, and then you know I was fortunate enough when I um, when I got started getting really good though it was when uh, I probably was I want to say I was pretty good when I was twelve, but when I when I left uh, when I left Illinois and moved down south to Tennessee uh, on my mom and them, and uh, it was. Uh, Probably around that time when I really, really started really getting good, and and uh, I was still coming back and forth to North Chicago because uh, my grandparents lived in North Chicago, and I was staying with them in the summertime, and I was uh, I was able to play, you know, what I'm saying up there at the, at the youth centers and, and stuff, and uh, get it in. Right. Uh, but for the most part, though, it was like uh, it was like a, I only could go back during the summertime because I was in school, of course. But uh, but then this, once I got older. I was able to play high school ball. I started playing AAU ball, you know, and uh, got got a household name down there. And um, I was still was going back and forth to Chicago when I got the opportunity to. And uh, that's why I ran into uh, the Urbans. And um, Mr. Urban took me in. And, uh, like, it was it was probably right after high school when I was going uh, – when I was in junior college and I was able to be, be, in, uh, be in the city more because – but then I was old enough to drive in a car, you know what I'm saying? And then I was able to, to, to you know, grow, you grow kind of grown with someone a little bit. You were able to move, maneuver a little bit better. And I was in college, so it was just, it was just an ongoing uh, transition for me. And uh, I got invited to, to Jordan camp, 
uh, out there at Elmhurst on the West Side, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was working at camp doing being a junior college All American and stuff. And I, at the same time, I'm I doing all the summers. Though I'm playing in the summer league at IIT. And it, it's just like it was just like it was just like you know you, when you when you playing ball at that time, you know, I'm it's going back to back, back yep. to back. It's like one term after the next from AAU to to you know what I'm saying to being an AAU national All American to you know what I'm saying playing IIT to doing all this. It was just like a it, like it felt like it never stopped. You know, it was just right. nonstop basketball. You know, I was just jumping from every. I was just going to play anywhere I could possibly. Right. And you know, once I fell into that certain circle, though, you know, with uh, with Mac Irvin, you know, they made sure that uh, you know everything just lined up. You know, and I actually so, so started with uh, with Chops. So remember Chops? Who's that? You remember Chops? So oh. Chops. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, him and uh, I, I actually played with uh, with him and um, what's the name first? Uh, I was on eighteen, and then uh, they basically the Mike and them kidnapped me. Uh, I was playing with him and uh, it was Chops and uh, the Chops passed away. Okay, Chops passed away. It was uh, you know, I'm trying to think. Uh, so many people that I'm, I'm kind of brain froze right now. But it don't matter though. Like I was, it, it, it was an ongoing process though, you know, so I was with them and then when I was younger and then all of a sudden, you know, Tuan takes me in once I get to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, he took me in kind of a little bit when I was in college as well, doing, the, doing that process. He, they kept, he kept, cause he had Adidas deal. So he was blessing me with Adidas doing when I was in school. You know what I'm saying? So I had all the fresh, fresh, fresh kicks when I was in college. <laughs> so I, I, I had endless shoes. Everybody was like, you in college, how the hell are you getting all these shoes on your pilgrim? But it was just like, I was in a circle. So like we was all together and then we was like, he was just a little older than me. Right. Like he, like all of us was in that circle right there together. Right? It was just like a, it was just, it was just like, a, it was just like, a, it was just family. And it just kept going, it kept going. And then we just, we stayed like that. And then for the most, most duration and, uh, you know, once it once it really happened, it happened, and it, it felt like it, it went by so fast. And uh, but I, I sit back here and replay so many things from going to play at the West Side with Claire, like going to the gym, and um, one of the one of the one of the craziest moments ever. And uh, I, w- I was in junior college at the time. This is so dope. So like, like I had at the time I hadn't played against uh, Mike Gilliam hadn't played in the, in, the, in the summer league. Yet. I hadn't played in the summer. League. I played Timmy. Timmy played in uh, Timmy gave me some work in the, in the summer league. Uh, team, but right, right, right. Mike hadn't played in it. So Mike and, and uh, so I go up to the to, to the gym at, at the, on the west side and Claire. You know, it ain't even there. The Claire course ain't even there no more. They tore that down. It's all gone. It's so, all gone now. It's been gone. Yeah, they wow. tore it down. You know, uh, ain't nothing there over now. I think they're getting ready to build some duplexes over here. Oh, okay. But, but anyway, uh, so I, we pull up. I pull up to the to the gym. I went to be Mike and Mel Twan in that morning, and uh, we we get to the gym. I see I see a, I see a Ferrari out there. I see a, I see a Porsche. See a, see a Navy. No, I don't Navy. I see a Range Rover. I'm like, I'm like okay, who who in the gym? So you already know how it was. Mike family, Juan, Tim. You know, anybody who basically in the league at the time was there, and that that that's what that's what it was about. Right. And, Somebody just came in. I just seen That's somebody. my boy. That's my boy. I'm gonna let him in. Yeah, Rob. So like, uh, it just like man, it just brought back memories. What a rock. Yeah. So uh, it was. It was just like uh, it was just like so many so many memories. Not winning there. It was like the first time I got a chance to play against uh, Mike Finley and Juwan. And I, I played against Timmy because he played in summer league, of course. Right. right? But in Twan, of course. But like 
other first time playing is Mike Finley and Juwan. I mean, uh, that's when they was like, man, after that day, that day, that one day in Hope, it was like, yeah, he ready. <laughs> yeah, he ready. He going to be there because I gave him work that day. Yeah. Wow. But, Sean, what I remember watching you, man, because I watched you when you were at UNLV. I didn't get a chance to watch you when you was at Vincennes. But I heard a lot about you, man, like on, on the court. Like, you're a hell of a rebounder. And a lot of people don't know, and I heard this from some of your friends, man, that you actually played point guard, you know, in high school, you know. So that, that shows you why you had those handles, because I was like, he got some handles at that size, you know. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because, uh, you know, I didn't play point guard in high school, but I, I was starting point guard in junior college. It's been since. Oh, okay. So, there you so go. that's where a lot of that stuff came in, and they was comparing me to Scotty Pittman. Because I could have came, came out my freshman year of junior college. They was, I had a lot of NBA scouts come and watch me then, but I was like, you know, I'm having a good time in, in college right now. I still want this education. Still a lot of, I need to learn these books. So I was like, you know, I ain't ready to go just yet. You know what I'm saying? That basketball NBA going to be there. I ain't ready to just go just yet. And excuse me. And uh, it was just, it was just a, a great feeling. And uh, you know, it was just a great time I had. I, was, I, I reminisce about those days all the time. Cause they just, we, they just, I just had a ceremony here uh, in January. They get retired. retired numbers. Well, they already retired. They retired. It was like 15 years ago. <laughs> but they just gave they gave me a ceremony though. They gave me an actual ceremony. They did a ceremony for me. So like that that was really special because a lot of times during our season. Uh, it's kind of hard to get away just for a retirement ceremony in New Jersey. Usually, if you're close within the vicinity, now guys are – because back when I was doing guys wasn't really flying private like that. You know what I'm saying? That was a – that's really a – that's a really a perk that a lot of us really can't afford. We just do it anyway because we, we think we can afford it. You know, you just ran the plane just for a little bit. It's costing a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Right, but, right. But for the most part, though um, – Typically, a lot of guys doing our, doing their careers can't go back unless it's a day off or something. They can right. go to retirement, but depending on where it's at, it's, it doesn't really line up in your in your schedule. And that's why I wanted you to you know speak on a little bit, John, too, about the junior college, because a lot of people think that you know they have to go certain routes. You know, whatever the reason was that you went that route, you know, kind of explain to them like how the junior college process works and making sure you pick. I think that. It's another legend that went to that school too, right? Oh, it's a few others that went there. It's a, lot, it's a few guys that went pro went there. Right. Dude, Tyrone Nasby, um, uh, Landry Fields went there. Uh, you know, right now, Bonzi Wells' son is in school there. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, um, listen, they, 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 they turn out some, some great prospects there. You know, it's a great student college. Man. It's not even – I wouldn't even consider it a junior college. It's almost like a Division One. It's, it's a real campus. Man. It's real life down there. It's awesome. Wow. I love it. Wow. So, so Sean, how did you, you skip over – because Vincent is in Indiana, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so how did, yeah, how did you skip over Indiana University, uh, Purdue, Illinois, and go all the way to UNLV? Well, so, look. The junior college process, I'm going to start with it because you're talking about the school going the junior college route. You know, I think everybody get discouraged with that. No, listen, you know, um, you know, I was, I was a very, very smart guy, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes, you know, I, certain, sometimes I don't, I, I, at times certain things I just didn't know, you know, and I would, I'm not, I'm not uh, oblivious to say it or, you know, right. you're going to say it. I don't know everything, you know, and I, uh, I was pretty, my, my grades is always good in school. I was the, uh, but the, I just didn't – I couldn't pass the ACT. So, and I, back then, they offered both of them for us. You had a choice to take the ACT or the SAT. 
Okay. So I only took the ACT, and then I made a, I made a 16. You needed a 17 to go to Division One back then. Right. So I missed it by one point, and I had some of my other colleagues at the time, some of my high school uh, guys I was competing with. They 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 didn't pass it. They first go either round either, but they waited and took it again because you know it's a take it take an average of, of how many times you take it's the best average you get score wise. So if you get a a uh, 16 one and you get a, a, eight, a 17 or 18 and a half on one of them, you can pass it. Then, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's only the best score on it. But only took it one time and I got 16. I was like, ah, do I really want to wait and take another one? Because it's always it was always in the fall. So I, if I would took it, I would have been I would have had to start school late. So oh. I was like, eh, no, I think it's time for me to go ahead. Go ahead. So I, I went. I went to look at junior college. It was like go junior college. I looked at two schools. I went to Northwest Mississippi and visited that school. And it was a nice campus. And then I visited Vincennes. The Vincennes was halfway between Clarksville, uh, uh, Tennessee, where I was at, and Chicago. And it was easy for my family to, to maneuver and get there if they wanted to come see me. Right. So I went to Vincennes, and I was like, I ain't even going nowhere else. Though. <laughs> I was like, I'm locked in. Coach Sparks and the staff there, the guys there, man, uh, they, they, got a, they had a D1 set. They had a D1 program set up there already in junior college. It was the way they had our individual workouts and, the school and stuff, it was set up, man, it was set up awesome. And, you know, it, the transition was amazing for me. It was easy for me. I ended up becoming an academic All-American. Wow. And, like, dude, like, I was locked in, though. Like, you know, like, don't don't get it twisted. Certain things, like, you know, when you're in high school, you, you're playing a lot, and, you you know, some of that stuff, is, it goes in, it goes in one ear out the other so fast, you, you forget it. You know what I'm saying? But when you get to college, though, you know, these are the tools that you need that's going to that's gonna benefit you in the long run down, down in your life. You know what I'm saying? So you need, you need basics and you need to know how to do certain things to make sure you can make it in life. That's and right. That's, that was the foundation they laid for me. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, junior college is, is, is amazing for guys who want to continue their, you know what I'm saying, playing ball and education. If, if, if you can't go to Division one, you know what I'm saying? Right. If you don't if you, if you, there's some guys who don't want to go D2 or D3 or whatever. If you want to go to junior college, that's not a bad route. And they don't find you now. It's a lot easier to find guys talent-wise in junior college or any, 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 anywhere now versus it was when we was playing. Because right. you know, the people had to really come out because we weren't able to watch or see, see videos and, or internet on, on guys doing such and such. You, can't, you couldn't do that back then. Right. Now, with all this stuff, with all the internet and social media stuff, you can see guys and you can post stuff on your own and, and get out there and get, get all the exposure you need right now. But that's the transition, the difference of now from uh, the escalate of the game and how it is right now. But, uh, but it's pretty sweet, though, man. It was pretty sweet. It was just uh, it was a learning curve. And then, you know, I, I ended up going to Vegas because I wanted to get out the damn codes. <laughs> Dude, I was tired of being in the Midwest, man. Well, that, 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 that hawking, that nice. I was like, let me go out here and give me some, uh, some sun and some sunshine. So I actually visited USC, too, because uh, – um, Henry Bibby was a coach up there when he was recruiting me hard out there. And I was like, oh, but, but people don't know this, and this is crazy. So my dream school was to go to North Carolina. Okay. So I actually was going to go to North Carolina. They had a scholarship. Dean Smith offered me a scholarship. But he ended up retiring before, right, right after my, my, uh, my, uh, my last year of playing. And I was like, well, my freshman year. And uh, I was like, well, I ain't going there now. He ain't there. So, like. That was part of it. So that was a big part of me. Wow! So you was gonna be a you was gonna be a Tar Heel. Yeah. So he so he only the only other person that he ever got from drink college because he just took it on take guys from drink college was Bob McAdoo. He came from Vincennes. What? Wow! The only other guy that ever came from drink college to go to North Carolina at the time. So I haven't I couldn't I couldn't tell you they got anybody since then. But I was gonna be the second guy to ever come out of junior college to go to North Carolina. 
Wow. I got can my- I, Can I hop in, man? Yeah, I, I know I'm late, man. Yeah. yeah. Sean Mary, nice meeting you, bro. Sorry yeah. about this, man. I just want to ask, who did you patent your game after, man? You know what, man? You know, I, I, I love a lot of players, man. And I, you know, I mean, I got a lot of comparisons to Scottie Pittman coming up and coming out, you know what I'm saying? That was the number one thing. Oh, he's, he's a Scottie Pittman-type player with, uh, with, with maybe quicker hops, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but um, you know, I, I, love, I love everybody, though. I, I love a lot of players. I love, I love Scottie Tenassi and the way he was a two-way player. I love MJ, of course. Who don't like Black Jesus? And then, <laughs> and, and Reggie Miller was one of my all-time favorite players, though, dude. I love Reggie Miller. I just, some, I just feel like he was just so skinny and just, just like – he just had so much heart for his size that, like, you know, he was just like, man, you know, he's he going to come at you regardless of what, of what, how big he was over here or not. That little motherfucker was wow. – <laughs> But yeah, I love a lot of other guys, man. You know, um, you know, I, I respect the game of a lot of guys who paved the way for us, man. You know, the, the legends. I mean, you got, you can't, you can't, you cannot. Uh, you gotta have so much respect for the guys who paved the way and gave us the opportunity to do what we're doing right now. You know, all the Bill Russells and the Will Chamberlains and all these guys, yeah, sure. all the guys that came before us. That, that's, they they paved paved the future for what the game is right now, and you know, we're steady growing. You know what I noticed too about your game, Sean, that that a lot of people probably, they really don't talk about your IQ. Your IQ was like mm-hmm. really, like, really good, man. Like, you never took any bad, you never took any bad shots. You, you, you just, it seemed like you, wherever you went, you was like, you know what, I'm, I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm going to do when I get there. So I ain't got to try to do some things that I ain't trying to do. Like, you had Jason Kidd as one of your, your point guards. Then you had Steve Nash, two of, probably the one, two of the best passers in the game. You know, right. and, and just talk about you know those guys that you know the point guards that you had like Jason Kidd and uh, well you know um, so I came in with J Kidd I came in with J Kidd and Penny Hardaway you know backcourt two thousand them two them two you know J Kidd is an on court on court court coach you know Penny Hardaway you know one more name Penny PH man giving 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 the people people that work you know I said that real dog you know. And just tell him, he was a really skilled player, man. All of the guys were. I, I had some, some great veterans on my team and early when I came into the league. And, you know, one of the things I, I did, though, I was really open-minded to learning the game and learning how to be a professional athlete. I learned how to be a pro, man. A lot of, a lot of these young guys don't know how to be pros. It's easy to be an NBA player. It's hard to be a pro. It's a difference. It's a difference. And that's the, that's the knowledge I'm, I'm, I'm trying to – you want to – I want to pass down and pass the torch, but – at the same time, though, you gotta you gotta have guys that's willing to listen and want to learn and want to ask questions and don't be don't be so arrogant and so so uh, and they're just so self entitled these days. You know what I'm saying? And that's the sad part. I I, I just wish these guys would humble themselves a little bit more. They act and they say it, but they don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Saying and doing two different things. But I, I just you know what I'm saying you. I want I got so much of this game and so much knowledge of this game. And I played at a level that you know I don't I don't see it in a lot of guys anymore. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 kind of it's kind of disheartening to a certain degree because of how competitive I was. But the game is, well, we got some definitely got some great talented guys in the game right now. I'm not taking it out. Right, and it seemed like it seemed it seemed like Sean, you love the game though. It seemed- I did, I did, I, I did, I do, I do. It's parts of it I love. When I'm talking about it, and I, I'm talking about it, and when I talk about the game, I talk about it from the experience part though. Like because a lot of, a lot of guys to talk about things that they see. It's the difference between when you're in the, in the clutches and that battles and that cut right there, and you you've been you've been in the, you've been you've been in there you've been in there in that in that, in that tight situation when the clock is going down 
or, or better yet, you know what, what, what you're feeling, what you're going through, what the team is going through when you're on the court with them versus a sit back watching trying to, trying to piss pieces bit by bit to try to figure out what, where I fit in, where I don't fit in, all this other stuff. There's so much about the game that, that people uh, who never really played the game and been in clutches have, have so much to say about it. And one of the things I, I, learned, I learned throughout my career is the, the, the media can control the narrative of a lot of things, of how they push players, how they push teams, Coaches, everything. They, they control pretty much everything about the game in all aspects. So it's a, the only way people know what's going on, what you're thinking, is if you speak up and say what you're thinking, how you're feeling about the situation. Now, now they, 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 they always take bits here and there because they never really show 100% of all interviews or nothing. And that's why right. I, 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 when I'm doing interviews now, I try, to, I try to give everybody a different perspective of the game because everybody always talks about uh, – about, um, how uh, Phoenix, that Phoenix team that we lost against the San Antonio Spurs should have been a team we won a championship on. I was like, uh, the, the game that Amari and them got suspended, you know what I'm saying? They always talk about that game. I was like, y'all started that narrative. Y'all created that narrative think that was the team should have won a championship. I didn't feel that. I didn't think that was that team. Y'all, y'all create that narrative. So when they create that narrative, they start seeing it, y'all eat it up. The fans, the people who are watching, y'all right. eat it up like it's candy. Like, oh yeah, right. we do that. We all you know, you know what? They got a point there. <laughs> no, 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 that ain't how it works. No, no, that ain't how it works. No, no, that, that's not – just because y'all say something don't always mean it's right, man. And, right. And, and, and when you're a player and you're in them trenches and you're in them locker rooms and you know the, the feeling, you got that vibe around the team, that chemistry, that bond, that feeling that, you know, you can't really, you can't really talk about it. You know, it's that feeling that you just really feel in your heart and in, 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 in your vibe and the aura of the team, and you can't really talk about it. It's kind of hard to really voice your opinions about it. So, you know, on that, on that, on that mindset, though, you don't know. I mean, everybody has, everybody has uh, expectations. Everybody. Every team, when the season starts, everybody got expectations. Let's be real. So everybody thinks they can win a championship. But right. in, the real, in the real life, in, in the real, in the GMs and the, the, the managers, the coaches know, ain't but like four or five teams that actually probably can win it. <laughs> right, come on, right. Come on, like, actually really can win it. Every year. And, every uh, year. Every year. So, like, <laughs> and when you break it down, like, it's not that hard, though. Look, look, look at the teams. If you want to break down so much about the game, look, look at the teams that are the, that are won, the cities, the, the championships that have been won in all these teams. A lot of them have been have already won championships, so it's right. for them. It's already if, if, if a team has already won four or five champion or five, six or seven, eight championships, and they ain't won one in about four or five years. Guess what? Soon it's about that time, dude. They gonna win one. You know, right. it, it just is what it is. You know, right. every team now every every blue moon you'll have a Cinderella team win a championship. Like last year, you had a team that nobody was expecting to win it. Came out the Eastern Conference, Toronto pulled it off and won a championship. You know, right. and and then you say ours was too, because it wasn't when you win when you win one off. That's how it's kind of that's kind of how you relate it. But when you win back to backs, it's a different story. Or, or if you if you're there in the finals every year, giving yourself a chance, sooner or later you gotta you gotta cross that threshold. But dude, like it's so much that go on with this game that that everybody just say I think they know the game, and all y'all doing is talking about it from y'all perspective, what y'all seeing. Y'all don't know what's really going on. That's why I'm loving the last dance too, man. Because they tell it from a player's perspective really what happened. Well, wow. really, not what the media said. Even though what the media said, they're telling you why the media said that or why they thought the media thought that. But they're going to give you, give you the real. Now, they're giving you the real uncut version of really what went down. That's mm -hmm. why. That's why. You got something, you got something Bob? You, you, you good? 
Yeah, I, w- I wanted to ask him, man, you know, how special was that 2011 championship team, though? That was a special team, boy. So, so you know, me and Karan did a podcast yesterday. We was live. No, we do a podcast. We was live on uh, uh, ME Alumni uh, uh, pod, I mean, Instagram yesterday. So, I think we reposted it. You need to go okay. check it out because he asked. I'm going to check it out. He asked that question, too, and I was like, you know, Everybody talk about super teams, and I'm like, dude, like, so, so what you call so a super team is you. I guess in order to be a super team, you gotta be a current, current. I guess you gotta be a current all star, right? And right. Is, that, is that right? That's right. So okay, so if you ain't current all star, not so you, you don't qualify to be a super team, or you don't qualify to the level that people quote, quote, think or or speculate or say you are. Man, right. you, you see our team, man, no roster, dude, man, man, dude, like. I wasn't a we went, I wasn't a current all star at the time, but nigga, I was an all star. Like don't right. know, y'all was loaded though. Nigga, yeah, we, we had a y'all squad. Y'all were loaded, dude. We were squad. Yeah. That's why we was gonna win. Wasn't yeah. Tyson Chandler on that team too? Yeah, y'all yeah, was Tyson. loaded. Him and Brendan Haywood was tagging t- tag team. So yeah. if you want to say the roster, we had we had four all we had five all stars on the team. Me, me, J Kid, yeah. Me, uh, Pedro, Pedro Stoakovich and oh, I forgot about yeah. him. and uh, and Karan Butler was on the team, even though Karan was hurt, but he still was right. a part of the team though. And right. he was all he had been all star, so like he's loaded, man. He's that roster, so he's part of that team. You know, even right. though he played, but he still was on that team. He gave he gave so much behind the scenes that people don't know, and that's and that's why, man, all those guys that that whole roster that that was a team win. I'm like, I've been talking to people. That was a, that was a real team, though. Yeah, that was a real team, a yeah. veteran team. And you know what's crazy? And we talk about this. Jet Jet got that tattoo, or he got a champion tattoo on his arm in preseason. That's how much dog and swag we had. Right. Because he had to know what kind of team we had. So right. My cousin said, my my cousin said in my living room, he was like, in my in the bar chilling. He was like, man, I'm looking at y'all team, Sean. Y'all go out here. Y'all go out and do what y'all do. Y'all gonna win a championship. Today. Ain't nobody beating y'all. Y'all ain't y'all gonna go out there and beat everybody. Can nobody match up with y'all? Right. Yeah. And then you got Dirk. Yeah. Your boy Dirk Dog. Yeah. But Dirk, but Dirk was that truth. I'm sorry, Liv. I just have to ask that question. Dirk was that deal, man. Dirk balled out, man. You know, like and, you know, and we 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 he led and we followed, man. You know, right. You gotta have, you gotta have guys that in order for you to win a championship, everybody has to contribute. You ain't gonna go as far as your, your bench taking. Remember that. Ain't right, no right. You know, ain't no championship at one with no bench. You, you, you heard it right here. So right. dogs, they play two minutes, four minutes, or five minutes. Your bench plays a significant part in how far you go down in the postseason. You know what I'm saying? And it's only so far your your, your, your your starters can take you. You know what I'm saying? They can yeah, get you, your bench play a part through that whole season. Do all that stuff, getting you ready for for uh, going against each other during the practice and all that stuff. Getting you ready for the couple opponents. And they play key parts and all that stuff. Wow. So no, that Sean, felt good. So, Sean, we was uh, we had we wasn't live. Now we live. We actually Facebook live. And I know we have talked about Leclerc Courts when you was hooping. Uh, with you saw all them fancy cars out there, man. And, and we just went live now with it, so they didn't hear all that, man. When you was talking about, you saw all them whips out there. Well, well you recorded. They gonna have to. They gonna have to get it back. Then. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lib, it's live, man. I know it's live now, but we was on. We, me and him, was on before you got on, man. And we was right, you know, right. Zoom. And but Sean was he was he was talking about some stuff, man. But yeah, we'll 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 replay that later. I got one more question, uh, Sean. All right, take me through 2003 
You got MJ in his final All Star game, and he hit the lucky fadeaway out of bounds. Yes, yeah, so, you played the hell out of him, dog. Hey, listen, listen. Sometimes you know one of the things that's so special about that, you know, uh, it was it was his last All Star, but man, Mariah Carey in that in that Jordan dress, dog, singing that oh, singing the anthem. Ooh, <laughs> Like, like, you know, that's that's I'm on anything too as well. But you know, but look, listen. So, I I, I said this on the on the uh, on the uh, Instagram on the, on the show live yesterday with Karan too, because he he was talking about it too, and uh, they showed it. And if you look at the picture that he took, I'm all over him. I'm like, and, you, I know that you addressed him. So, so, so this is when like really when people want like when All Star really was this, that's my first All Star, his last, and like that's when the All Star game was really competitive because. You know, people. A lot of people don't know this, but whoever wins get a get a, get a, get, a, get a bigger bonus. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly, right. So, 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 so look, Popovich was like, "Man, Matrix, I need you going in and stop him." Right? <laughs> I'm like, "All right, okay, whatever. I got, I got you. It's going. I need you going to guard MJ." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, cool." Okay. So I'm in there, man. You know, and um, I'm like, I'm, I'm locked in. I'm like, I want. We want to win. You know what I'm saying? And man. Like when you, when you look at it, you would think where my where my hand is in the in the release. You think I should have blocked it, right? Right. Like man, you know, like I, it's, sometimes there's there's great defense, but it's better offense, and that's what that was one of the situations. And I was like, you know, if if, I, if I'm on, you know, what I'm saying I, I can't be mad at you know, what I'm saying he hit that shot on me. I'm like, I'm not mad. That's MJ. I'm like, that's MJ, right? Come on, I, I'm not even mad at that. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody sent me. A, they sent me that they, they reposted that today, the video or the picture of it, and it was like they said, "Well, I messed it up. I ain't messed shit up. He made it." Kobe got fouled and hit the, he hit the shit. Yeah, y'all had that game won, right? Yeah, y'all had that game won. You won it, so they if Kobe don't get fouled and, and hit the free throws, they won. They win. Yeah, they win. Right. No, Kobe got fouled. Kobe, Kobe wanted to win too. Kobe was like, "Shit, I'm, I'm trying to win this too." <laughs> Kobe was that dog. He was like, "No, you you win this shit too." Fuck that. Wow, That's crazy. That's crazy, Sean. Thanks for that, man. Thanks for that, Sean. You uh. We got a couple of UNLV fans on here too, man. Talk, tell them about, yeah, tell them about your UNLV, you know, day. Because they only got you for one year, right? Yeah, they got me for one. Yeah, yeah. got you for one year, man. It was a great, it was a great one year, though. Well, man. how? Uh, yeah, that's what I want to know. How was Tart? You know, how was Tart, man? Yeah, Tart. Bino was my coach. Bino, that's right. P, that's right. Bill yeah. was your coach. Yeah, Bill, right? Yeah, Bill Bino. Yeah, yeah. So Bill was just, that's right. Bill was your coach. So you man, yeah, you missed Tart, man. Yeah, it was. I ain't that old. Damn, right, yeah, man. Tart was had been gone, right? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm only 41. I'll be 42 about a week. Yeah. Right. But tell, but tell right. them about your, your experience. You jumped me to like 47, 48, real quick. Huh? Yeah, man, I'm, I I'm age. Thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> you right behind me, Sean. Damn, my bad. <sighs> my bad. But yeah, you. So you had Bill. That's right. You had Bill. Now, you led them in rebounds and scoring that year, though, right? Yeah, and uh, me and Greedy was tied with steals, I think. Greedy Daniels, that's right. Greedy. You played with Greedy Daniels. Man. Greedy. I played Who with – Who was uh, on that team? Casper uh, Kabbalah, Kevin Simmons, uh, Brian Keith. Oh, uh, Mark Dickel was my, my roommate. Uh, who else? Uh, Donna Stewart. Um, I, re- yeah. I remember that team, uh, man. Because I was living in Vegas then, actually. 
Yeah, um, I pretty much probably has a few more guys, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then you then you left, put your name in the draft, and the rest is history, man. You played how many years? Sixteen years, man. Yeah, I could have played a little longer, but you know things happen, and uh, you know I, uh, situations happen in your, in, your, in your career during your career, your life, man. And uh, my life changed when I became a father, man. You know, my priorities changed. You know, and that's what uh, you know, I put that first, man. You know, because it, it, it was a time in my in my in my career where I was like, do I keep playing or do I do I you know, have I have I accomplished everything I I, I wanted to? Have I gave the game where I can give it? And uh, I felt like did. I felt like I gave the game. I felt like I gave the game where I can give it. And um, you know, I was ready to to start the next phase of my life. Man. Sean, 16 years, you. that's a long time, buddy. Yeah. And I see you spending time with your kid, man. That's what's up, too. And, uh, you know, that's that's precious time, too, man, When they, especially when they're small, man. So spending time like that is, is awesome. This can't put a price on me, man. You know, no, but, man, no. And uh, before we go, man, I know you got to make a run because you told me you had to get up out of here, man. But I wanted to let you talk to some of our audience, man, and some of the people that's going to come back and replay it again. Uh, what kind of advice would you give to a young up-and-coming athlete who got aspirations to become someone. Well, you know, I think uh, you know when you when you when you when you setting out to be an athlete, especially in this generation right now, I think it's you can get lost in the social media world right now, real quick, and uh, you can start believing the hype before you before anything happens. But uh, at the same time, I think uh, if you if you if you stay grounded and keep the circle around you grounded, don't 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 feed into the and to, to the yes man, everybody agreeing with you. You know what I'm saying? Be your own person. Understand that, you know what I'm saying? You gotta work to get what you really want. And I think uh, it goes. <laughs> I, I gotta take this call. I'll, hold on, I have to. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna, I'll mute him right now. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, Bob. Yeah, that's, a, that's good stuff though, Liv. Uh, yeah. Sean Marion, West Waukegan, Illinois. Yeah. Legend, man, legend. Yeah. I, I was like, I was looking like, I want this to live on. Yeah, he um, he had uh, got the times mixed up. I actually, I think he told, he thought it was uh, nine o'clock we was jumping on. So, yeah, uh, I knew you would double. I knew you would be persistent. Yeah, I, so I got him. So he back. Eight o'clock. Don't be lying. I'm muted. I'm muted. Don't be lying. Eight o'clock. I got you. You got you, man. Hey, I got you, baby boy. <laughs> It's Don't all good, man. Don't be lying, Craig. Now tell me who she was. <laughs> I, 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 chopped, I chopped it up as, a, you know, I messed that one up. But, yeah, Sean. Yeah, so back to what I was saying. So I would tell them to, to, to really, you know what I'm saying, focus in. They got to, you know, you're only going to get what you get out of it. You know, and, um, and then, you know, stay the course. I think if you really, truly want to be a ball player, be a ball player. But at the same time, though, listen Get, try to get as much advice you can from guys who paved the way from you. You know, so they got so much. So don't don't think you know everything yet. You know, you don't. You know, and uh, just be just be humble. Humble yourself, man. And uh, and, and good things will happen for you. But but I, I also uh, a lot of these guys now, I want them to get back to playing hard. I feel like they don't compete, or play hard anymore. I think it's mm. it's all buddy buddy ball on the floor. Like you score, I score. Man, no, get on the court, man. You want if it's your friends, cool. We friends, we all. When we on that court, I'm trying to take your heart. I want, I want all of it. I want, I want you. I want you to make me better. I want to make you better. I'm gonna challenge you. Come on, challenge each other now. So, like that's part of the game that's missing. I think uh, when when you when you when you look at the 
you know, the skill level of some of these guys is pretty, it's pretty amazing. Some of these guys doing stuff I couldn't even do. I'm like, I, I'm trying to do some of this. I'm like, man, I ain't even heard myself doing that stuff. I'm going to stay in my lane. But no, seriously, though, take, take it on your, on, your, on your own to do your due diligence and, and, and really study the craft, man, and try to be as best player as you can because at the same time, though, and don't limit yourself to, to being a point guard or a shooting guard, be a basketball player. You know what I'm saying? Be able to do everything. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 one of the things is rarity. And and one of the things I'm gonna tell everybody too, when you think about the games like this, you could there's there is a price for, for a lot of guys' talent. You can put a price on somebody's talent. You can't put a price on somebody's heart. Mm. That's what's up. Somebody, somebody's willing to win. One of the things you, you said this earlier and you taught me how I was able to adapt. You know, one of the things I pride myself in my career at Rockets, you know. You really understood how I played and what I brought to the game. I wanted to win, so so I adapted my game to whatever that team needs me to do. Like things I was doing in Phoenix, or the things I did was was not the same things I was doing in Miami or or Toronto or even Dallas, Berlin. You know what I'm saying? I, I came in and I learned how to 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 to, to, to listen. Also, you know, I, I ain't saying I was the, the best player who always agreed with everything somebody said, but if, it, if I felt like it could win, I was going to try it. But if I felt like it, I knew I, what I've been doing at the time. When I did get experience, I knew how to pick up on sets and knew what guys were doing, what, doing their tendencies and all this other stuff. Uh, it became so so easy for me, and I was able to get away with I mean, I was just it, – it was just easy. I was like taking candy from a baby out there at yeah. times. So I was able to get these pass lanes, get these deflections, and get steals and blocks. Because it was just like I was just I feel like I was just playing so much harder than a lot of guys at the point before, you know. And and uh, that's one thing I I believed in because a lot of guys who I feel like all the guys who went half ass during that generation when I was playing against the competing got hurt all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um and uh you know, all that stuff is a is a is a was a result of, of what you give the game, you know what I'm saying? You know, and um I, I believed in working hard and, and leaving out the floor for fans and for myself, man. I, I had to give myself. I knew if I gave it, if I, I knew I could be bad nobody but myself if I knew I left on the floor, you know. And I, I, I ain't going to give it all. Then I want to point fingers or, or I can, it's easy to, to make excuses or whatever. But when I left on the floor, all I can say, look, I played hard. And, hey, that's all I could do. I played, I, I did what was in my control. I played, I left it on the floor. Who gave you that nickname, The Matrix? Was that Kenny yeah, yeah. Yep, I thought it was. Yeah, Kenny Smith, man. That was that's big up, man. I like that nickname too. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I got the first game I ever played in the NBA, first preseason game ever. That's the Matrix. Kids, baby. Oh, no me. Hey, listen. I think it's the best nickname ever. It's cold. It's definitely cold. It's it cold. is. That's a cold nickname. Hey, well, no, I, I think it's the best name ever. Man. But, man, Sean, wait, we really appreciate you coming on, man. No, no doubt. And uh, that's that was my bad, man, on the time. And I know we probably, some listeners, like, was ready and they was chiming in. But you know what? We got you on, man. I'm proud to have you, man. Proud to say I watch you play, man, a lot of hoops. And keep doing your thing, man. I know you're doing a lot of big things out there, man. So no doubt, no doubt. I might get you – I want to get you in tune with my nephew too, man, so you can drop some of that knowledge on him too. All good. No problem. No problem. All right, Bob, you got anything else? Man, thanks, man. Thanks for letting me come on one time with y'all, man. I know, Liv, I was slow motion. And my son got a pitch with you, man, up in Chicago State. He sent it to me like, yeah, man, it's Sean Marion. So I mean, I last, year, you looking out for what, 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 last year I watched the game play? 
He was on the team last year with uh, oh, okay, Lance, though, man. That was, uh, okay, that was Lance's first year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he had a chance to hang out with you. And, and, you know, I appreciate you, man, for talking yeah. to him and helping him through it, man. Oh, no problem, man. That's what it's about. All right, my man right. Sean Marion was in the building. Y'all missed it. If y'all missed it. All ball Chicago. All ball Chicago. All right. Right. Marion. Peace. Peace. All, All right. right, fellas. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.